The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome back to Shit Show Saturday Sitsal Saturday Folks. How are we doing? Today's episode is a recording from a recent Shit Show support group. This is my online community for adult children of dysfunctional families where we put the fun in dysfunctional. Now, if you are looking for a place to feel seen, heard, and understood like never before, then look no further than the Shit Show. If you are looking for a place where you can get real time support and feedback from those who know exactly how you feel, then look no further than the shit show. If you are looking for a place where you can show up as your shit show self and be unconditionally loved, supported, and accepted, then look no further than a shit show. If you are looking for a place where you can find others who are committed to doing this difficult and at times extremely painful work of unshackling ourselves from the wounds of our past and becoming our true and best selves, then look no further than the shit show. If you are looking for a place where people embrace calling themselves recovering shit shows and enjoy cursing and can find the humor in this big old mess that we're dealing with here, then look no further than the shit show. See the link in the show notes to damn the join shit show. Come on, we're waiting for you. We are waiting for you. Damn the join shit show. Also, please give me a little follow on the Insta, on the TikTok, at Adult Child Pod. And last but not least, and as always, give me a damn five star rating on Apple, on Spotify. Thank you. Love you all. They say that I should damn the join shit show. They say that that's where people go to heal. They say that I'll feel seen and heard like I have never felt before. So I'm going to damn the joint right now. Let's pull this bad boy up. Okay. I was taught that the way of progress is neither swift nor easy. Uh, We're looking for progress, not perfection. However, we sometimes get lost or confused between the two. Expecting ourselves to be perfect at something we are only now learning is a familiar affliction. As we accept our human humanness, we allow the mistakes that are a normal part of the process of living and learning, a process we call progress. Our need to be perfect will lessen with time, and we can help ourselves break the old habits. Perfection and self-worth are not uh, symbiotic, except in our minds. And it's a symbiosis. Breaking the old thought patterns takes a commitment. We must first decide and believe that we are worthwhile simply because we are. 
There's only one of us and we have a particular gift to offer this world and our being is perfect as is. Affirming this repeatedly is our beginning, but with this too, progress will be slow. Perfection need only be worked for, not achieved. The patterns I am weaving with my life are complex, full of intricate details and knots. I need to go slow, taking, taking only one stitch at a time. With hindsight, I will see that whatever the progress, it was the perfect fit to the overall design. This is something that I share with you guys, but I do have like a lot of like fear. It feels very vulnerable for me to share this to the public at large. And this is related to this stupid fucking merch shit I talked about on Sunday. Um, you know, I, um, um, I had these big plans and ideas and goals of like, I'm going to have a big sale for Black Friday and everyone's going to get their shit like for Christmas and buy gifts and, I just couldn't get it together. I just couldn't get it together. And um, it has just been a struggle and a battle ever since then. Um, the hyper fixation, the perfectionism, the, um, and I don't know if it's, if we want to call this trauma or if it is ADHD, but it's almost like I saw this term like ADHD paralysis. And it's just that really just this inability to like really push something through and get it to the other line. And, and so it's like the designs and then it's like my, it's the website. It's like how I lay it out on my, it's like, as if my main source of income is like selling merch, like I felt that I'm like spending the amount of time that I'm spending on this is like, I'm going to become a fucking millionaire from like selling this merch, which is just like not realistic, but it's just a way for me to hyper fixate on something, uh, not move forward. And I've been talking about it with my therapist. Some it is almost like a way, um, in which I am like creating those, those, that, those uncomfortable, that negative excitement is just really in my inability to, um, to get things done. And, um, it's just becoming like, it's just overwhelming. And I was on the phone last night with Eileen and, um, it just, the, the especially the past like week or so, it just seems like there's just so many pieces and parts of like, not only like my business, but like my life. And it's like, how the fuck do you prioritize everything? Like where do it just, it all seems just like so much, like there's so much to do in order for me to create the, the life that I want to have. And it just seems almost unattainable and insurmountable in certain ways. Um, and I know that this is just like younger parts of me coming through, um, but I'm like basically done with the merch. There's only like two more pages that I have to create on my site. I'm not doing any more new, new designs. I'm not changing any more layouts. Part of it is like perfectionism. Part of it is failure. Um, part of it is, it's just a, a bunch of things, but it's like, it's really, hum it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to say that, like, I wanted to do this. I have this done by black friday and it's fucking gonna be march tomorrow and um it's hard for me to say that like out loud it's okay with you guys but like to say that like uh, like on the podcast at large but like i know that i need to get it out there so we can like normalize this stuff 
um, this is part of it, right? Like this is part of the, uh, the self-sabotage, the learning how to be an adult, the working through the limiting beliefs, the trauma, like it's, it's everything all mixed together, like all in as one. And so, um, it is progress, not perfection. And Leslie sent me like a really beautiful text the other day about like, you know, that there are certain things in my life that I have mastered. It's, this is what actually what I was thinking about the other day when I was like going in my head about how I have all these things, like how, how, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to have my life the way that I want to be? Like, it seems so unattainable, but then I'm like, Andrea, like, I need to tell myself this right now. Like, look where we're at right now. Like I fucking built this out of nothing in my fucking closet. So like the, 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 the thought that like, I can't get things done or that I can't accomplish things. Like I, like I, the, the evidence that I have, like goes exactly against that. Like if I could create this, I can do whatever I, you know, put my mind to. So it's really just having that compassion and love with myself and patience. But God, is it frustrating sometimes? Like it is so frustrating. I just want to be so much further along in the process. Um, so yeah, that's me being vulnerable. Uh, feel free to talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. And the floor is open. Hi, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. Um, all of your positivity, and I feel like I'm going to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> uh, I think I'm learning right now that I have to give myself like an opportunity to just feel what I'm feeling. It's so hard for me because I've always been one of those people that just, um, well, not always. I mean, I drank for a really long time. And then 10 years ago, I stopped drinking and I got into my program and I used this like, you know, I never felt my feelings. I haven't felt my feelings. I'm just now starting to do, to really feel my feelings. And um, I'm just going to share like where I'm at, because if I don't, it's just going to be, it's going to feel worse. And I have to be honest. And, you know, I told myself earlier today, you know, I, I, I wrestled with the feelings and I have to continue to remind myself that I have to allow myself to feel what I'm feeling. Um, you know, I shared the other night, I'm tired because I'm, I'm working a lot and, you know, that's what I do, right? I've been working since I'm 16 years old. I'm going to be 62 years old in March. And, um, and I, I just, I think I'm grieving. I really think I'm just grieving like the life that I sort of, the life that I thought I was going to have, you know, like I got married and I had two kids and, you know, I remember when I was younger, you know, all I really wanted was to get married and have like a happy life, you know, and I guess maybe that came from the life I grew up in, you know, but that was my, that was what I was striving for, like a family and a home and a, you know, a happy home and, and it hasn't turned out the way I thought it would. And I really have a hard time with even saying this out loud, because I know that I have a good life and I know that things could be so much worse and I have so much to be grateful for. And I know all these things, like I know all these things, but I'm still just sad. You know, I've just been sad for the past couple of days, just like just thinking about what isn't, 
you know, and I know that I could spend a lot of time just thinking about what I had, like I could go right to that. You know, I'm such a black and white thinker that I can go right to push that aside, Lisa, this is what you have. Keep it moving. You have a lot. You have two beautiful children. You have two beautiful grandchildren. You have a good job. You have all this. But when I do that, I'm really not being honest about how I'm feeling, you know? So I thank you for being here. And I thank you for this space because I can't really share this with too many people because when I do, I get, I, I get the, I get the, but you have this, look at what you have, look at the bright side, look at, and I, I don't want to do that right now. I know I can't sit in this forever, but I really know that I have to just allow myself to feel sad and to just feel, you know, I guess grief is like the best word to describe it for what never was that I wish was. And, um, and I know that once I get through these emotions and it's going to take time, you know, acceptance is, is somewhere, but um, I'm not there yet. So just uh, thank you. Thanks for letting me get that out. Uh, hey, y'all. Thanks for this session, because this is like like real talk, like real, real talk. And uh, I want to say, Andrea, that what you've done here by being authentically yourself is really um, inspiring. I know how weird that is to hear because I feel the same way about people saying that, but I know that in my heart, when I say things like that, that I mean it and truly do. And therefore when other people do it, I have to let their words be true too, but I feel like I can't. It's like, we're doing this big show and dance for everyone to be like, am I good enough? Am I good enough? And then we like, I, I'm working on this analogy, but like, it's like I do that to then like get the bouquet of like roses and like feel good for a few seconds. And then there's something in my mind that says, you better fucking throw those down because you cannot be seen liking yourself, loving yourself. Like it is not okay. And I am like fucking digging into that, my therapist. Like I've got two because I, I, that is a wall that I'm coming up against that I do not feel like I am allowed to like myself. And now in recovery, like it's teaching me that I am. But again, those feelings are still there. Like that trauma is still there trying to be expressed. And I do a lot of IFS and parts work and stuff. And, and I uh, call my higher power, Michael. I call me Mike and my inner child is Mikey. And then I got Cowboy Mike. I got lots of different mics, but like, I don't know this one's name and it's the biggest that I've come across and it feels so untouchable. And I wanted to at first like try harder and like do it and just like really focus, like fucking meditate, like figure it out. But I've like learned in recovery that when I'm gentle, things have an ability to change. And when I have compassion for myself, like I have compassion for others, then things can actually change. And I can look where I am and just look around my life. And uh, I'm actually the social chair for one of my groups and we're going away this weekend for a retreat. And uh, 
I remember going on the retreat and being like that scared, awkward look guy that's like, no one likes me. Why am I here? I should just go hide in my bed all day and no one wants me. And like, here I am today, like leading it for others. And I'm so excited to just be able to share it, to share like our community with people, like specifically in the LGBTQ community that like we have a place in recovery is the home that I've always been searching for. Like these rooms, when I was a kid, this is what I dreamed about. I didn't know what it was. I didn't think it was possible, but I can look around today and be like, you can be really proud and tell Mike, like you make it, you're, you're gonna make it, even though it feels like you're not going to. We do get there and it's not like a place. It's like the journey versus the destination, but I don't know. It's just really hard, but really good to look around and see how far we've come. And I can say I'm not alone because I always thought I was going to be alone doing this. I'm fucking not. I'm in a room full of people that are learning to love themselves just like I am. So thank you all. And you're doing it. You're killing it. All of you. Uh, evening, everybody. I'm just going to start talking because my mind's all over the place and I'm going to try to make sense of this. Um... Because I feel like the multiple things that we've been talking about in different groups is all coming to bringing me some awareness that uh, I think I've been afraid to admit for quite some time. Um, and then just a couple hours ago, I was helping this woman at my work who's just this beautiful woman in her probably mid-60s comes in most times got a beautiful family beautiful husband beautiful son beautiful daughter and just so loving and so like i mean just treats everybody so beautifully and i'm sitting there talking to her and she starts talking to me about the bible and jesus and i'm watching my mind just start ripping this woman apart like damn like just berating her in my mind like here we fucking go again here we go and but this time was a little bit different because i'm just like i'm watching this happen and i just uh had this thought like who who the fuck am i like who am i to sit here and do this to this woman in my mind and um I actually, she asked me if I read the Bible after she got done talking, and I just looked at her and I said, I said, I've I've done a little bit, but uh, honestly, I was like the way that I was taught about religion, like it just it's too painful, and gave her a little bit of my ACA shit, and after i got home i'm sitting here and i'm thinking about this conversation i'm like what the fuck is going on here in my i mean this is my life this is this is um to broaden the picture it's like this is exactly what i've done my entire life with myself and every relationship i've ever been in i criticize i judge i look for the worst in people i look for the worst in myself so I, I'm having this thought right now that's just like, what the fuck do I have to lose than to just let go of this fucking negativity that's been passed down to me? I mean, 
that is what I've been around my entire life. My dad screamed and shouted at himself all the time, calling himself a piece of shit loser. Then he'd call our, everybody in the family the same thing. Then would Then I'd listen to them criticize the world. And this is where this light bulb has gone up in my head, which is like when they say, like in the, the readings, like we've become our parents. Holy fucking shit. This is like the icing on the cake of me being exactly like I'm parents. I'm, I'm just like providing myself my own fucking misery through all this. And I just wanted to say this out loud because it's like, after having this thought, like, I don't think I've been so present listening to people speak in this meeting and just the quality of the, and the vulnerability and just like, I don't even, I don't know. Um, it just sucks. It just really sucks. Um, having an awareness that it's been so difficult just to see the good in the world. Um, I don't know. I, I can't think anymore, but thanks for listening. So going back to the reading, um, we all have inherent worth and we all have gifts to share, but my own insecurities have gotten in the way of my gifts. I've lost my voice. I've been afraid. I've hidden. Kind of ran, you know, either through disassociation or distraction or procrastination of not stepping towards the tension in order to create. And that brings me back to like being a man, especially of being afraid of things and having fear where we are put down. We're supposed to be not afraid of anything, right? If we're shaking our boots, then we are humiliated and shamed for it. That's the message over and over you're received like throughout life. But here's the deal. If I'm not willing to step into the fear and feel the fear, then I'm shut down all other feelings inside of me. So I can't feel joy. I can't feel love. I can't feel compassion. And I sure don't have love for myself. It's the thing before the thing. In trauma, we are hypervigilant about something is going to happen. What else? Who's there? I'm afraid to do this, afraid to do that. So it's being afraid of being afraid. It's being afraid of the situation that's coming. And my mind is going to make up a million different stories about the future and start ruminating on that. And then it just keeps me locked and shuts me down into like dorsal vega and a complete collapse and shutdown. I am sick of that in my life, of being afraid of being afraid. It's like, if I could just accept the fear and step towards the, the projects I want to do, creating the gifts I have to give towards other people to help them out in life, to reach out a helping hand, to pick up my feather like brother or sister and help them along the path, right? So I, 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 I get it, like the procrastination and putting things off and not doing it. The thing is, is we all have unique gifts to share with the world and it trauma is disconnecting. Healing comes through connection. 
with our own nervous system, whether it be through nature or other people, through animals. Like horses display this magnificently. They're, they're prey animals, so, so are we, and they're herd animals. They feel just like we feel, just like one energetic charge from another energetic charge. And if we keep that energy stuck inside of us and just keep blowing up our own lives, self-sabotage, that we get nowhere and we help no one else out along the journey. We're, we're not creating anything in this world. So yeah, all that to say, I'm embracing fear, stepping towards attention every chance I get, because in that, I actually live in the moment. I'm actually present. And in the present moment, I can actually feel alive. And it's not like the meaning of life, I think it's really about being alive. And so much of that has been taken from my own life. And so now I want to take that back. I want to take back my childhood that was taken from me throughout all of my life. Thank you guys for being here and allowing me to share. I just wanted to say a couple things. I mean, this has been kind of a lifeline for me uh, coming out of treatment, listening to some of the podcasts that, that are, as are kind of diving deeper into the subject material that we were going over during treatment. And, uh, and I really appreciate that. I come from oh, about 10 or 11 years now in and out of mostly AA rooms. And um, so I've accumulated a number of people in my area it's a rural area, so there's not a lot of other kinds of meetings. I think there's some Al-Anon around, and the closest uh, ACA meeting is like two hours away or something. So um, <clears throat> this has been helpful just listening because you know I I go I'm going back to AA meetings and it's like they it's like a lot of towing the company line, people trying to fucking convince themselves uh, that this program's working for them, you know, and uh, I'm like. You guys, and like a shit ton of fucking invalidation. Like, I'm just seeing it all over the place. Like, oh, God, it cues me up. Because it's like, this is what my dad did. Like, this is the fucking bullshit. And I'm like, I can't, like, <laughs> I used to come here for solace. And now I have to, like, calm down after I get out of a fucking meeting. Because I'm like, you guys are just fucking straight up assholes. And, like, not everybody. But then, but then I'm like, oh, you know, I talked to one guy who I, I think is reasonably intelligent after a meeting. I'm like, dude, did you see this happening? So go, like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you kind of learned to let it go. I'm like, that's being complicit, dude. Like this is a fucking newcomer and you're asking him his name, like in the middle of a vulnerable share, like the format doesn't fucking specify that you do that. So like somebody fresh coming in, like the first fucking feedback they get is like immediate invalidation, right? Like they get shut down and I'm like, fuck. No wonder I'm, I like got stuck in this cycle for like <laughs> years because AA basically just replaced my dad and I'm kind of pissed off, you know? So I'm, I'm like going down my list of AA people and like, who the fuck can I actually trust? You know, like who actually, you know, I see people, sure. They probably put the plug in the jug for like 30 years, but I mean, they just replaced fucking addictions for addictions, you know, like they're they're like cranking down SSRIs and shit and like trying to tamp it all down. Like everything's fine, you know, like 
because I'm, I'm one with God. And then, you know, I finally get to a treatment center that actually uses, you know, clinical psychology and, and like the world's opening up. And now I'm starting to like have to really evaluate who I can trust with fucking sharing information. And uh, I, I'm, I know I'm talking real fast. I'm still in the, I think, I think in one of the podcasts I was listening to recently, there's like a, a reasonable period for anger. And I, I think I'm still okay. <laughs> you know, I think I still got a week or two before I got to really reel it back in. Anyway, I'm happy to be here. Thank I just wanted to say, I think sometimes it's hard to verbalize why coming to group is so healing and such a great part of the process. And I think realizing tonight, hearing some of you speak and just feeling so much compassion and empathy and zero judgment and zero need to correct or anything. Like I, I just have so much love and compassion for each and every one of you. And sometimes I just need to hold on to ounces of that to have any amount of compassion for myself because I it's not my strength and I get stuck in the perfectionism and I get stuck in so many of the things that just create this criticism for myself and it it's just it's it's healing to hear you guys have similar scenarios and to feel that compassion and actually be able to hold on to just little bits of it for myself and realize that that's what I need to do for that criticism because we're all in it and we're all suffering in this way and Lisa some of the stuff you said I feel like I get trapped in these groups of of people where everything is about the gratitude and being grateful for everything. And I am, but I also have a lot of pain and stuckness and there's a shit that I don't like. And I get, I get so wrapped up in it and I get so hateful to myself. And I, I just, I don't feel any ounce of that when I'm in the meetings with you guys, because I, I, I just, I hear everything you're saying and I feel it so deeply. And so thank you for all your shares and thank you for bringing these things up because it, I, I just care so much for you all. And hopefully I can care a little bit more about myself too. Hey everybody, having a lovely, lovely shit fuck um, with my emotions today. <laughs> Uh, and I, self-sabotage is so damn real. Analysis paralysis is so real and having them as a trauma response to check myself. I, I think I'm doing is checking myself before I'm wrecking myself, but really I'm just wrecking myself the fuck up. Um, I'm new in this, I'm new in this group. I'm new in my, the town I've moved to and I've been asked to co-lead a step meeting and the person who I'm sharing it with 
after I shared on step one, decided, hey, actually, how about you just share on all of them because, you know, that way everyone can get to know you better. And I'm like, but it's supposed to be shared. And she's like, no, 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 really, we want to hear from you. And then like two weeks goes by and people are starting to say, wow. And the feedback is good, but I'm hearing it is bad because I've grown up with so many fucking disingenuous people that I don't know if it's good feedback or bad feedback. The fuck? I can't take a damn compliment because I'm assuming it's backhanded. Somebody said, oh, I can tell you never get caught with your drawer down because you come in prepared and I'm like oh my god they're making fun of me they're totally telling me that I'm not being genuine that everything I'm doing is from the book and I should really not and then I forget all the wonderful things like wow you've really made me consider this in a new way and it's really helping me yeah no, no 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 my brain goes directly to the person who decides to big book thump and only talk about we agnostics because all that we ever need is from the book, which is a fucking lie. I'm sorry. It was written in the 1930s, has no diversity, no awareness of trauma, no awareness of psychology beyond 1935, which was the stone age. So I'm scared of people. I don't like people. I love people. People confuse me. And... I, I, I want to give of myself, but I'm so fucking scared of giving of myself. And I totally agree with you, Jesse. And I'm so grateful you say, you know, we all have gifts to give and we're here to give them. And this is deeply spiritual journey and all that shit. But really, <laughs> oh my God, I don't know what's, what's, my neurospicy versus my trauma versus my drama. And it's, so I'm doodling more. <laughs> because I, I just, and I know it's bad when what my youngest kid says to me at dinner jokingly, I'm like taking personally. And at the moment I'm like, okay, great. But I'm here going, oh my God, my baby hates me. They're, they're fucking 16. They're supposed to be snarky. I asked, you know, hey, which is worse? Your parents being in complete and utter burnout and unable to stay in California anymore. Or now that we're getting better, we're all like joking around and we're goofy. And he just kind of looked at me like, Y'all are just fucking nuts. And I said, or are we just nuts? And he was like, nodded his head. <laughs> like, and you just kind of hide out in your room. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, ha, 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 I can't laugh about this with anyone else. So cheers, have some root beer. Have a little sweet, do a little doodle. Talk amongst friends, repeat. <laughs>
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.